this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Dichi, welcome to Music Stories. How are you? I'm great. How about you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Not many people ask. That's that's nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, it says here you're a rapper from America. Uh, you're visiting the UK at the moment. You've got a new single, Daydream, out, um, which I'm going to play a little bit of in a second. Uh, and I want to talk to you about your music and how it all started. Should we play that, that track right now, the new one? Sure. Let's let's have a little listen to your single, Daydream, by Gigi. Give me everything, you gotta get me right, yo Try my best, but I know I ain't your type, though I get my eyes closed Popping pink pills on the cot You know I love you, girl, I'm sorry Girl, I love the way that your hands all up on my body Pull up on the scene, got my cash right You that chick, that's just my type Put me on ice, baby, that's alright You can do this to me like every night, every night But let me daydream about you Pretend that you're here When you're not around I do the same thing when it Hey, I like that. That's We're all um, tapping our feet and nodding our heads to that. That's a, that's a great track. Love it. Thank you. Hey, you're very welcome. Um, how did You're a young uh, man at the moment. How did it all start? Because uh, you can't have been making music for very long. So how did it start for you? You were saying earlier that so you were 15 when you started music. I was, I think I was 16, okay. but it was, how it started was I was in high school and I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but mm. I know I didn't want to go to college. So yeah. when people asked me what, what I was planning on doing, I just told them, oh, I'll become a SoundCloud rapper and drop out of school. Okay. And you of you and lots was, of others, I think, you know, is that's fairly common at that age, isn't it? At 15, you just don't know, you know, most people don't know what they want to do. Yeah. So then I'll just tell people, yeah, I'm dropping out of school as a joke. Okay. <laughs> and then what actually ended up happening was someone came up to me who was a producer at my school. And he came up to me and said, oh, I heard you're a rapper. If you want to, you want to work together. And then I was like, oh, like it was a joke. I'm not actually a rapper. But like, I don't mind going to the studio and like, and like experiencing, mm-hmm. experiencing that. And eventually we worked together and then I kind of fell in love with it. And... I've just been sticking with it ever since. Okay. And you write, you write your own music, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you run your own record label as well, which is uh, incredible. Um, what, are the, sure. what are the advantages and the disadvantages of run, running your own label? There really is no disadvantage just because, I mean, the main reason why I started my own label is obviously for tax reasons, so that all my costs I can tax deduct. Oh. And it's kind of just more organized on the tax side of things. Right. Um, that that's really the main reason. I mean, it's not. I guess it's like the advantage is that it's for tax deductions, and obviously, it makes everything more easier since I have an LLC. Yeah, as a business, so you've, had, really, you've had to become a businessman as well. Yeah, amazing. That's awesome. Okay, um, it says here that uh, on YouTube, your videos have had four million views, which is phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's um, it's cool <laughs> to think that 
you know, a lot of these videos that I've made, it just kind of get that exposure. Mm. It's uh, like a very cool experience. And do you make the videos yourself or do you get somebody in to do it? Yeah. So I, like I used to work with the director in Miami and nowadays I work with the director in Tokyo because I'm based out of Tokyo. Okay. And I all my videos over there. And like what normally happens is that I'll play the director a song. I'll say my ideas for the song and then we'll kind of sit down together and come up with a storyboard. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of my videos, I'll do all the storyboarding and the most of the idea and the director will kind of help me make it happen. Okay. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Well, it's obviously very successful because uh, it's so popular. That's great. Um, so uh, how, how did you start making your music? I mean, I've got this image of you very earlier on as a young lad with um, a, a laptop and a microphone and uh, maybe some instruments and what have you. I think you play the bass, don't you? I can play guitar, bass. I can play a bit of piano. Amazing. Well, like very, very beginner level. And you, and you taught yourself, obviously, that. Yeah, everything is self-taught. Okay. I have to say that um, in your video for um, this new single, Daydream, uh, you're playing the bass in that, aren't you? That's why I knew yeah. you were playing the bass. And you're in a very cool car, a, a, yeah. a pale blue car. Tell me about that. That's really good. Yeah, so that was a... So I shot that video in Japan. Okay. And that car was a... It's from a very small... Because it looks like an American car. Yeah. But... It's actually from this Japanese company called Mitsuoka. Okay. And it was the, it was, I think it was their 50th anniversary car. And they only made 200 of them. And then I happened to be able to, I happened to be able to find that car and be able to rent it. Right. And I felt it was just the perfect car to to use in the music video. And it's just, it's a very small car, but it looked cool. So it does look very cool. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. It does look like an American car. But uh, that's good. So uh, you say you're based in Japan. Do you speak Japanese? Yeah, I speak Japanese fluently. Wow, excellent. If not, I don't think I ever would have moved to Japan, I think. Really? Okay. And how would you describe your music to somebody listening? It's very, I guess it's a very urban sound. I, I feel many of the, like all the environments I've grown up in have been very urban environments. So I feel that definitely has an effect on the music I make. And so I, I like to call it urban pop just because it's kind of hip hoppy. And then also some of my new music that's going to come out in the future. I'm starting to move a lot towards pop. Mm. So I like to think of it as urban pop because there's kind of some urban hip hoppy aspects of it. And there's also some poppy aspects of it as well. Yeah. So do you, do you find that um, the pop uh, genre is more globally popular for one of a better description yeah a big thing was especially when i moved out of the u.s because hip-hop at least like i mean hip-hop's big everywhere right but the main market for hip-hop is the u.s right and after moving out of the u.s i saw how big pop was globally and i'd been doing hip-hop music for so many years that i kind of wanted a like i wanted to do something new in terms of change experiment mm-hmm. with the music i was making so then i decided to start making a few pop songs and then i really started to like doing doing pop songs because even daydream is kind of it's still hip-hop 
but it's slowly kind of taking a step into pop. Mm. Sort of a crossover type song. Well, I love it. I think it's really good. Yeah, superb. Uh, do you think your international roots um, uh, influence your music making at all? I definitely think so because I've lived in many different places. And I think when you make music, you're always pulling from your own experiences and your own inspirations a lot of the time. Mm. So it has to have, I feel, just because it's been how I've lived my life and therefore those experiences will always transfer into the music. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you're still young as well, but you've had a lot of experience with somebody. How old are you, can I ask? I'm 19. 19. And you've had all this experience already. You've had all this success already. Uh, you're obviously a talented young man, which Thank is you. awesome. I, I, I can't wait to uh, see what you're going to do next, to be honest. Thank you. <laughs> do you know what you're going to do next? Um, next, I mean, right now I'm just setting up music video shoots in Japan. So in June, I go back and I shoot four music videos. Yeah. And then just continuing to put out music, continuing to put out good music. Yeah. And continuing to tour and do shows. So you are going to do touring. Where where are you going with that um, international? I just, I just finished up a tour in the UK. UK, great. And I'm doing. I'm going back to Japan. I'm going to do a few individual shows probably in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then in July, I'll come back to the UK and then do more shows. That's awesome. What uh, advice would you give to somebody listening to this episode of Music Stories? Um, a young person like you, maybe in their bedroom with Pro Tools, <laughs> or something similar uh trying to make it um like you appear to have done um what advice would you give to young people listening to this my biggest piece of advice would be to continue to play in front of people and whether you're playing in front of one person or two people or 10 people it really doesn't matter because you're building your fan base one it's literally one fan at a time right so I feel that even though I feel many people have a pride of, oh, like maybe I get X amount of likes on social media or I have X amount of followers on social media, so I don't want to play in front of five or 10 people. But I feel like the music is really a place where you got to throw that out the window and really play in front of people because the biggest leverage you can have in terms of as an artist to get, let's say, bigger deals or, or or be able to tour is if you're able to sell tickets or not. And if you can sell tickets, then you've essentially made it, in my opinion. Yeah. And the only way you're going to, the best way to sell tickets is that if you're constantly playing in front of people. Mm. And let's say you might play, even if it's like a bar game, the first time you go, there's five people. But then a lot of the times that they like music, those five people are going to come back every time you're playing at the bar. And maybe eventually you have 100 people at the bar watching you. And it's just that brick by brick method that a lot of people think is old-fashioned but i think it still very much works and i think it's still very much alive i think that's that's very good advice would you um also because the music industry has changed over over time uh then nowadays people download stuff quite cheaply don't they so you need you do need millions of downloads to make any money as a business as a musician but uh touring touring is the way to go is it I think so, yeah. Even if you're doing individual shows, and even if it's for free, even if you're just performing in the street, mm. I just think at the end of the day, that's the best way to 
start growing as a musician because mm-hmm. then you're gaining real fans because the social like someone that follows you on social media like it's it's way harder to convert someone that follows you on social media to a fan that, that to a ticket buying fan than someone that's already seen you in person to a ticket buying fan yeah so that's that's amazing advice thank you for that i'm sure that will go down well to people listening to to this uh, episode uh Dici, thank you very much for your time today and for talking to me giving that that very valuable advice uh from somebody so young and uh your single daydream is available to download now good luck with that and good luck with everything you do in the future maybe we'll have a catch up in a few years when, when you're even a bigger mega star Definitely. <laughs> Thanks for talking to me. Take care. Thank you so much. All right, bye. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide. <laughs>